0: Good morning, afternoon and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash scelites. My name's Corey and as always, alongside me is the Bombs Express.
1: Choo-choo! That's right, Corey, the Bombs Express is back and as usual, Corey, Brett's walking his fucking dog again, mate. Uh, now, Corey... We have a little bit of a uh, what to watch for on the community series here today, don't we, on the, well, the March March community series, rather. Well, you know, what to watch out for? Because it all kicks off tonight, Corey.
0: Yep. That's right.
1: Tonight. Can you believe it? Crazy. Today's Thursday, February 20, Corey. I mean, it just seemed like this day was never, ever going to come. But it's here, and it means that we're going to get a look at, um, you know, a few teams now. But, you know, before we have a look at all that, Corey... Quickly tell us where the
0: listeners can hit us up on social media. Uh, find us on Twitter and Patreon at SC Elites. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Facebook at Elites. And always a shout-out to one of our sponsors, SuperCoachChampion.com, where you can find... The link is below where you can find all your SuperCoach rings for the 2020 season. Like I said, you're in a league, of cash league, Grab five bucks from each entry, chuck that towards the ring. Yeah, they are flawless and a great way to kind of cap off a good year too. They're absolutely amazing, so uh, hats off to them. Um, we'll mention again with the Patreon last probably last chance of a pot on a pod to announce this. That got to be in before Feb 29th to be able to sign up to. Uh, to get a spot in the league against one of our admins. Um I'll be in one, Bolts will be in one, Brett will be in one. Um yeah, so definitely sign up. And yeah, and also a group code,
1: Corey, one nine six two three four.
0: Beautiful. That's uh that's about it for housekeeping. And Supercoach Cup, sorry, I think I cut you off there, mate. Nah, no stress. And of course, we'll have the Supercoach Cup, um, which will have cash prizes and other little prizes throughout the year too. Um, If you are in one of the leagues as a Patreon member, there will be prizes, um, probably t-shirts and um, stubby holders and things like that to give away at the end of the year too. So we are looking at getting some merch, some Supercoach Elite's merch all organised this year. And uh, yeah. Tom's great classic hits, Gold 104. Um, <laughs> this is are we calling this the JLT Watch Pod? What are we calling it?
1: Marsh Series, I would have thought. A 2020 Marsh Series. What to watch for during the 2020 Marsh Series? Can, yeah.
0: can we please name this the Marsh Cup Watch List? Yeah, well, mate. Hey, you do
1: the naming around here, mate. So you can do whatever the hell you want. To be honest,
0: every peanut gets so, offended by me calling it the Marsh Cup, thinking it's not cricket.
1: And don't mind me, I'm just some random that comes on here and swears a little bit and, you know, tries to get a few gags going. Hey, Saints and Hawks, they kick us off tonight at 7 at 7.10, Corey. And uh, now, some people probably become accustomed to uh, teams having three pre-season games. Well, there's actually only two per club. Not sure if you are in the boat that thought there was three, Corey. There's two per club. So what we're going to have over the next two weeks is um, we're going to have half the teams playing one week or this weekend and then maybe we can do a bit of a review of that. And going into the second week, Corey, we're going to have the other remaining teams play off. And then in week three, we're going to have just one full fixture of teams before the clubs then have a week off. And then we kick off with uh, Carlton and uh, Richmond on the Thursday night. Yeah,
0: so it's it's three. It's two ma- two rounds spread over three weeks, correct? That's correct. Yeah, thought so. Um, and then we've also got, I think there's a couple of teams that on their week, weeks off have organised practice games too.
1: Well, they, yeah, I think that's what, you know, should try and get, you know, match fitness. And Carlton Collingwood, they organise one with each other. Yep, today. Um, and there's a Geelong. No. Geelong Collingwood had
0: one last week.
1: Geelong and Collingwood had one last yep. week. That might have been the other one, I think. Uh,
0: Brisbane, Gold Coast. Uh, but I think there's a couple more that are floating around, too.
1: But I'll tell you now, the best thing about this, Corey, is that we've got a game tonight, seven We've got a game tomorrow night. We've got the dogs and the ruse. Then we've got a 440 game on Saturday, you know, the D's into the Crows, which uh, then straight after that we'll have the Suns and the Cats. And then at 310 on Sunday, we'll have the Lions against the Power. So we've got a lot to watch this weekend. It's going to be good just to be able to sit and be able to watch every single game.
0: Cannot wait.
1: And I'll tell you now, I'll be obviously I'm no pack,
0: but I'll still tune in.
1: No, no pad and pen, Corey. And I'll tell you now, there's no reason why anyone who's half serious about their football. Won't be sitting down catching a fair bit of these names.
0: Tell you what I'm looking forward to most about this preseason, bombs. You tell me. Is remember last year when we done the kick-in count and I sat there and watched every single kick? And- <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking
1: waste of time! Not
0: doing that is uh, <laughs> <laughs> the greatest thing about this preseason. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God, I tell you now, if you've ever felt relieved, Corey, it might just be no, and you don't have to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, but, yeah, we have got the JLT Community Series Podcast, which we are calling the JLT Cup Pod. Um, <laughs> that's, I've done it again. I mean, the The marsh card. Yeah. Um, And look, we're just going to go through some different things, some different things that we're going to keep an eye out on, some players, um, what we watch when we're out there, what we watch in this series. Um, And I'm going to kick things off. And I'm going to talk about role changes. Something that I like to keep an eye out um, when coming into the preseason competition is not so much... um, your primos or anything, but just looking at players that are playing in a different role than they normally would, you know, you've got Dan Houston's one that's going to go play in the midfield, um, and, and just keeping an eye on it, like the likes of Sydney we spoke about the other, the other day, is Oli Florent going to sit in there as a full-time midfielder, who is going to be in the Sydney midfield, and things like that too, so that's something that I definitely like to keep an eye on, um, and you've got to look for the good and the bad as well. Um you know, the players that are positional changing for for good. Or um, another one for me is Tommy Dodee, who I'm going to keep an eye on because if I see him not playing loose, I mean, this was my theory. I know he's not playing um, this upcoming weekend, but he is going to play in the under-23s game, I think it is. Um, if I see mm-hmm. him not playing loose and playing as a, a lockdown defender, um, then I would avoid. Whereas if I can see him flying around for the ball, um, even in that under-23 game, then someone like Tommy Doty is going to be very attractive to me too. So, um, anything to add on the role change kind of thing?
1: No, I think you got that covered.
0: Yeah, beautiful. What's something that you're going to be looking for, Bob?
1: Well, Corey, if we're not looking for rookies at this time of year, and I don't know when the hell we'll be looking for looking for them, so I'm going to keep an eye on minutes played because that's that's a good indicator the role of the rookies. But also keep in mind of who might be missing from this team and who might be able to take over that role. So, for instance, let's say Dode is not playing, uh, well, let's not, let's, let's, let's say that isn't happening, because that is, that isn't happening, I've got my uh, words mixed up there, but say, for instance, there was a, you know, that Joshy Warrell fella, right, he seemed to play the Dode role, but then you realise, hey, Tommy is not playing, so, just might want to temper your expectations there, and. Have a look at week three when Adelaide take on Gold Coast and do both of them line up, do both of them sit in the same team and does he kind of pass the eye test at that point? So we're looking for time on ground, we're looking for um, the role they're playing and is there someone who's a walk-up start to kind of fill that role and if there isn't someone who's a walk-up start to fill that role and if they had a decent amount of time on ground then that there is a rookie that could be debuting around one.
0: Yeah, like it's tough to watch out for those rookies that, you know, might be playing as a midfield but the team's got four or five midfielders out as well. So That's right. Yeah, no point bringing him in if you you know, they're not going to get there. Um another thing I I like to just touch on is you kind of have to ignore the bad scores from the primos. Um you know, you can't get too sucked into um uh, you know, Scott penalty not really spending too much time in the midfield and kind of sitting off half back and chipping the ball around um, like he did last year, um, because you know you, you've got those names there—they're they're, they're household names. If McRae's not lining up in the guts and he's playing in a forward pocket, um, you know, for a brief stint of the game, it's just probably because coaches are trying things out too. So I do give caution to the win that don't get too sucked in to what a primo scores in this jail uh, in this Marsh Cup series. Yeah.
1: Now, one of the other things, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but are these games that are being played, are they still, uh, they don't include red time, is that correct?
0: Yeah, I think so. They're just the 20-minute flat.
1: Now, what you need to now consider is that if you've got 20 minutes flat as opposed to a 28, 29, uh, 30-minute quarter, what that means is that because Supercoach has a limited amount of points in a game, those points then are just going to be kind of spread out as seen fit. Um, between whatever's happened in that that sort of 20-minute period there. So these scores that come, they're going to look big, bigger than probably what uh, a player's actually going to score in a game. And am I right in saying there's also actually more players playing?
0: Yeah, they had benches of six or eight last year from memory.
1: Yeah, so something like that. So, you know, sometimes the scores aren't the be-all and end-all, but sometimes, you know, you've got to put a bit more focus on what was the time on ground, you know, what did it look like, did they pass the eye test and those kind of things there. So that's something else that's really important because you might have players only having 20 touches, but they're scoring 120. And that's purely just because if there was an extra 40 minutes in the game, because we're losing 10 minutes a quarter here, if there was an extra 40 minutes in a game, you know, they might have just been predicted to, you know, fill out an extra 30 or so points. So, Instead of scoring only eighty, that scored one hundred and twenty-one or something
0: like that. Like you said, it's more about the eye test rather than the, just the single scores. Yeah,
1: that's
0: right. Yeah, nah, beautiful. Um, kind of the the players to I... watch. Sorry. No, nah, go ahead. No, nah, no, nah, I'm just kind of thinking. Um, I call. I used to call it the Matty Wright rule, but I'm. I, I suppose oh. we could almost call it the Angus Brayshaw rule now, couldn't we? Um get sucked into the pre-season players. And it's it's what we were saying before. Every year, remember Matt Wright, when he was playing in Adelaide, he'd play full-time midfield during this pre-season because they'd rest a lot of mm-hmm. players. He'd put up these ridiculous scores. People would start him at the start of the year. He's back down forward, scoring 40s and 50s. So, um, you know, Brayshaw last year. What, what did he score? One seventy odd or something in one of these games, I think. And plenty of teams started him. And then and
1: then he pushed out to the win.
0: Yep. And, yeah, so, like I said, well, like Bond said, don't get too sucked in to individual scores in this JL town. I know a lot of people will, but just try and remember, have, you know, have the Bumps Express voice in the back of your head, just, just saying, just keep an eye on the eye test. Don't worry about the scores, it's just about the eye test.
1: And uh, we will have all, you know, Joel, who puts together a great spreadsheet, those who have been around for a, for a few seasons now would have become accustomed to one of Joel's spreadsheets. And, He'll put together the spreadsheet, I'm sure, over the pre-season.
0: Yep. Yeah, now we'll have With, plenty of... Uh,
1: you know, time on ground and scores and prices and, and all these kind of things that, are, that you know, we like to kind of uh, have a look at.
0: Yeah, we'll have plenty of that shit floating around. Um, you want to get straight into play talk? You don't have any, yeah, other, any other rules yeah. that you want to watch out for?
1: Well, I felt like I did have one, but I may have just lost it because I thought, we'll just give Joel a bit of a plug here. Um, that's what it was. Any player, I repeat, any player you have not considered up until this point of the preseason, do not consider them moving forward. I saw, you know, rookies are excluded from that kind of talk. But if you have gone in to this preseason and you have not once thought about starting Adam Shaw, you have not once thought about starting Basha and all of a sudden they've dominated a couple of pre-season games, they go in heaven
0: and earth to bring him in. Yeah, I like it. Almost applies to a lot of the mid prices as well, I reckon. Yeah. 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 No. Good. Good. Alright, uh I'll kick it off. One of the players I'm most excited to see, probably down back this season. Um on my loss which what, what watch list. Dylan Robert him. See how he goes out in the ground. Um playing off a half back flank. Wanna see some Dockers game time as well out of there, um, I know I'm not getting Tommy Dodie in the first one um, but the most exciting down back is probably Dan Houston in the midfield I just want to see if everyone's putting their chips where they are and Ken Hinkley's putting his money where his mouth is because this is probably going to be one of the best eye tests that you'll get is Dan Houston having midfield stints in um, the Marsh Cup Yeah, no,
1: you're very right there So, and from this week's games I'll echo those thoughts, I mean I want to see Dylan Roberton Um, I want to see Dan Houston, but I want to see a few other players, actually. I wouldn't mind seeing Caleb Daniels' role. I wouldn't mind seeing what he's got to produce because I think he's someone who's been in the back of my mind the entire time, and I just want to see how it goes. I want to see how Rory Laird can track with uh, Bryce Gibbs also floating in the half-back line. I want to see what sort of impact that may happen. Does that push Rory Laird up the ground a bit more? I mean, we are yet to kind of see... And um, and I think if we get Maxi going on Saturday, I think all eyes would just be on his knee and how much tape he's on it, I would have thought too, Corey.
0: I don't think he's going to play this week.
1: We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens.
0: Oh, no, actually, no, you're correct. Yeah, I think said that he wasn't playing.
1: He'll play the second one, won't he? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Well, then maybe, just maybe, I'll watch someone else. And maybe the someone else I'll watch will be Jack Stephen, unless he's injured too.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, we'll probably go line by line. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Talk about who excites us there. Um, Stephen Hill will be one as well, as it's got a defensive four. You want to make sure he can get there. Any of the rookies that you're really looking at? Like, I know you were big on Trent Rivers. Um, Oh, Trent
1: Rivers, Josh Marnie. Um, I want to see a little bit of Jeremy Sharp from the Gold Coast. I want to see... Just, uh, I'm
0: just trying to keep this in line by line here, and you're just going all over the joint.
1: What do you mean? What's line by line?
0: Defenders, midfielders, rucks.
1: Oh, rucks, sorry, mate. I thought you meant line to the fixtures. Sorry. Nah. Well, defenders, all right. No, no, let's keep it at that. Well, we want to see Will Gould. We want to see Trent Rivers. Hayden Young. We want to see Starsevich. Um They're probably, I think... Got four main rookies, and I think they're the ones I'm more likely to start with at this point of the, the season, anyway. Yeah. Uh,
0: Joshie Worrell, if he gets a game, too. Um, Joe Brander is one that you mentioned on the podcast the other day that I am super keen to I see was, now.
1: I was waiting to. I, I intentionally did not say his name because I was waiting to see whether you paid attention to what yeah. I said the other day.
0: Nah, I definitely want to see him on the wing. That's uh, That's one that's going to be. Yeah, you got me really excited to see that. Yeah. Um, Matthew Lynn. Jordan, Jordan Dawson's role too. I mean, not not a rookie, but see how he goes. What was that one you were talking about?
1: Matthew Lin. There was an, there was people that loved the articles in the preseason. It was, yeah, you he know, was a first round draft pick a few seasons ago, injury affected. Now seems to have had a run at it.
0: Is this just um, Sydney Blake? Yeah, one hundred and twenty three kg defender. Get injured the other day. Not, I'm aware of. I think you picked up something, minor. I remember when we were doing the Sydney podcast, um, I remember I jumped on their website for something and seen that he might have been a little bit sore. Uh, let me see if I can find it. You keep talking. And I well, you, just, you sort of just got me, me off
1: guard there. That might something. be something I missed. Um, there's probably not many others. I mean, we're probably going to see a few other players that we weren't thinking of at this point of the season, but. Those ones there, those ones that have kept us busy enough and they've held positions all the way through the preseason so far. There's um, Bianco. It'll be interesting to see how he goes, although I know you're big on him not probably uh, playing at any point, though, um, during this uh, during this season anyway. Um, and I know you mentioned kind of Stephen Hill before. Jez McLennan, he's someone I'm really excited about. Jez McLennan, I think he can be a valuable halfback when get for the Suns moving forward. Um, and then there's just, you know, Tom Williamson from Carlton. These guys are a bit more expensive. Zerk Thatcher. Um, we obviously know about Stephen Hill. you probably got a close eye on Francis Watson, too, I would have thought. Oh,
0: massive eye. Um, no, Matthew. the article was Matthew Ling was coming back from injury. That was... The, yeah. I just okay. confused myself. Um, yeah. That's really about it for the defenders, isn't it? Well, I don't think that there's not enough
1: um, sort of... Mid- I mean, you said Dodie, Robert and Houston, Doherty. Um, and then I think we just want to see everyone at the top. We want to see... Well, you know, what does Lloyd look like with Dawson? Does yep. Basher Hooley, what does he look like with Jalen Short? Is Shannon Hearn too old? Is Zach Williams now no longer playing in the midfield? Caleb Daniel, what's his role? Is it going to be purely that halfback kind of flank again? And like I said from the top, does Gibbs affect Rory Laird? Because they're probably some of the main players there. And what happens with Sicily? Is he just a purely intercept common kind of
0: player? Oh, sis, mate. That's going to be good. Now, yeah. uh, we'll jump across to the midfield, mate.
1: Yeah, so the midfield, I mean, the thing I think I'm looking forward to the most here, again, is the rookies. My premiums are kind of just pretty much set. You know, I'm picking, you know, five out of, you know, McCray, Neil, five, Kelly, Cripps, Mitchell, Danger, Oliver, you know, Chawal, that kind of Bonson Pally, you know, that kind of bunch there. I'll just pick five of those. Um, <clears throat> I don't think there's much going on anywhere else in the midfield, to be honest, apart from you know, the cheaper options we have. You know, what's rail able to produce? Anderson, Marlon Pickett, to see line up, Warner, Josh Marnie is a mid four. Jeremy Sharp, Williams from Port Adelaide. There's a whole abundance, abundance there.
0: Tell you what I'm looking forward to. Apology from Bretta after bloody Matty rail absolutely tears up their practice match. <laughs> well, can he do
1: it against an AFL, uh, you know, sort of list? but That'll be the next question. He
0: did the other night against Brisbane. So, let's He's just going to keep proving it. <laughs> absolute gun. And, and like, Brisbane didn't have
1: Niels, Zorko, McCluggage, or any other sort of or No.
0: Excuse me. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping Saints debut, uh, play a couple of their kids as well. I'm looking forward to seeing the Frio kids out there too. Um, Tom Green is one from GWS that I kind of want to see. Jackie Lions, Ly- Jackie Lyons. Fucking Corey Lyons from Brisbane. Yeah. You know, just welcoming him into the inner circle of of love. Um, Andrew Brayshaw as that kind of forward mid. You were saying the other day you're kind of warming on that a little bit now. I will
1: watch that yeah. with very close eyes. I won't even go remotely close think, to picking him in, in um in classic. However, he's a red hot chance to be uh, possibly even my like, first selected with uh, with my draft pick this year. Yeah,
0: uh, Luke Valenti one too that I kind of want to see from Freo. Um, I think he'll get a game. Um, and the Collingwood boys as well. Like, um, I, I just want to see them, you know, give Jay Rental, Bianco, um, Trey Rusko a game um, just to see how that, that young youth is up. But the one I'm looking forward to the most is Braden Sire. Um, you know that he's currently in my team at the moment. I just want to see how him and Rupert Wills go. Kind of, you know, even if they play half a game each or one match each, who who's going to take out that role um, coming into the year? Because Sigh is one that I'm super interested in at 242K um, and is actually probably one of my biggest JLT watch list kind of plays as well. Another little fun game to do, Bumps, is um, kind of make yourself a list, like just a pen and notepad. Um, I a, I done it last year on my phone. Um, and, you know, just a little emoji or a little picture next to the players that, you know, you're almost like the emoji game. Um, they play afterwards and, j- and just see how you go. Like, if was a player that you're watching, did he stick it up? Put the little shit there. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of the eggplant emoji, Bumps, so... You know, if Braden Sy goes out yeah, there and absolutely dominates them, I'll put the eggplant emoji next to him. Um, just, I like that the emoji game, loving it. Yeah, yeah, or just you know a ranking of how how you how think how well they went for kind of the pressure that you put the supercoach pressure you put out of them. You know, if Braden Sy goes out there and collects it, and, you know looks all right and you want to put a 9 out of 10 next to him and think you want to start him, then by all means. But just a, a bit of a measuring tool for the players that you're watching each and every game. I mean, it's, it's kind of easy for us because we have to do it and get on here and, and talk about it. But the more research that you start doing on your own, the more things you jot down on paper or in your phone or on pen, um, yeah, the, the better a Supercoach season I think you'll have moving forward. Well, I've actually already started
1: this, Corey. Um no, actually, no. Sorry, I didn't start this. I think I grabbed a sneak peek of your phone the other day, actually, and I saw that you had forty-four Essendon players on your phone, but you had the potato next to all of them. I'm um, not exactly sure what you meant by that. Ah, uh, yeah,
0: that's no, the you know potatoes. You got to cook potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got the potatoes, they're cooking, they're ready, they're going to be ready to eat soon, Essendon are really feeling it. So And
1: we've lost another one in 18 <laughs> people, haven't um, we, we? We've still missed out on a few sort of plays. I mean, Lachlan Ash, he's been talented yeah. by GLBS to potentially debut, hasn't he? Yep. Your boy Paddy Wilson is in your inner circle as well, don't oh, forget kid. about him. Like to see that. There's been a lot said about Sarong and his contested work okay. up against Nat Fyfe in the pre They game. reckon
0: he, he's played, pure, like, too bad we done the 3-0 pod early because they reckon during the preseason he has not moved out of the midfield at yeah. 175K. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'll tell you now,
1: he is a more tantalizing prospect than I think Dylan Stevens is from Sydney. Ooh, Just because of the contested game, they might be around him. Yeah. Um, I, you know, we I, can have a look at
0: Okay, guard, sorry
1: finish what you wanted to say there? Oh, I was
0: just gonna say Riley Collier Dawkins as well. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Riley Collier Dawkins. Cooper Stevens. Yeah. There's a lot of names here. A lot and a lot of names. Um yeah, you I know, I think you said Valenti before, didn't you? Yep. You've spoken about Burns previously. Yep. Uh I've spoken about Hutchison from um from GWS. There is I think there's a lot of names now. Things are just starting to take shape and I like it. Like it a lot.
0: Did we even say Marlon Pickett? I mean, I don't think we did. I think I've let off the game, yeah. But, like, um, any mid price midfielders you're looking at that you like to see? Yeah, nah, no. No one. If they're not forward eligible, then, yeah.
1: No one is going from 450K to 115 average this year, so yeah. don't worry
0: about it. In the ruck department, I really want to see Nick Natnui just get a little bit of a run around. I'm happy with 50% game time out there.
1: I want to see him as well. I want to see him get another injury. And. <laughs> Because that means that you'll start Max Gordon and I'll be happy knowing that, well, you're going to be okay now this
0: year. Uh, the GWS, how they set up too, is will they play one Ruckman each game? Will Jacobs just get both hit outs? Will they play two out there to see how it goes? Um, that's probably an interesting one to watch as
1: well. You yeah, know, Ben McAvoy played at centre-half back during the Warthorne Intra Club both. and Segler. you know, this? Yeah, Segler yeah. yeah, yeah. rucked the entire thing. and. Yep. Apparently, that's how they, they reckon they're going to structure up. Mate, I don't get it. You just recruited Sam Frost. Like, we get that you might be fucking Frawley off, but you've got Sam Frost down there. You've got Kieran Brand. You've got Stratton and Sicily. What
0: the hell do you want to play Ben McAvoy as an
1: half-back Mate, imagine,
0: imagine the defender that when Ben McAvoy comes down, you'd just be thinking, oh, I'm just going to run this guy off his legs all day. Oh, fair dinkum.
1: It, it's, it's stupid.
0: He's not a quick. But, he's not a quick man. But
1: if he plays in a half back, does that affect Sicily's ability to intercept Mark? Because all of a sudden, do they have McAvoy, you know, going up for those balls? Yeah. Because he's a he's a good he's a good um, contested Mark McAvoy. Does that impact Sicily? Yeah. Maybe we need to be watching
0: for that. You know Another interesting one: um, the ruck situation at Sydney.
1: Why is that interesting?
0: Or just want to see who goes out there. Like, Sam Naismith at 250k. Imagine he walks out there and rucks solo for the next two.
1: Well, I'll tell you now if that was to happen, then I'm comfortable with you picking Nick Nat if you've got
0: Naismith on your Yeah, point. Well, and that's what I'd be probably be looking at doing.
1: Yeah, I think you'd have to do
0: that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, some interesting, yeah. Very interesting. And, that you know, that, if that happened, that would probably pave the way for more GWS. Yeah, uh, not GWS. Like, if you really wanted to take the risk on Source or something as well, like, that could mm. pave the way for that. But that's kind of that real Nick Nat situation, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. I'd love for a cheap Ruckman to just appear over this Marsh Community Series period. Um, Let's move up forward, Bombs. What rookies <laughs> do you want to keep an eye on?
1: Well, it's not so much the rookies I'm getting excited about here, Corey. I want, you know, I want to have a, look at, a good look at Devin Smith. I want to have a look at Jack Steven, I want to have a look at Hugh Greenwood. I want to have a look at Brad Ebert. Adam Bonner? I uh, don't really want to have a look at him because I'm not getting sucked into him, Corey. Not someone I considered preseason. <sighs> you're going to
0: be upset.
1: not going to be upset, Corey. I think oh, you're the one that's going to be upset. I'm going to be happy. <laughs> we want to see Toby Green's role. Is he back to just pure forward? Um, mate, they've got a lot of play. There's a lot of forward line players, but it's so open, I think, in the yeah. forward line this year.
0: Man, there's a lot. This is probably the one line that you're really going to have a look at a lot of those kind of more you'd call the higher bracket mid prices.
1: Yeah. yeah, Andrew Brachel as well, even Tom Lynch. He's in there. Tom Lynch, that's right. Yeah. Um, man, there's so many of them, and then you know, you haven't even started to think about you know, some of the other forward line players you could be selecting, like. I think Stephen Hill should be a shoo in for the forward line, not the back line personally, but I mean that is what it is. You've got Danny Butler who moved to the Saints as well with only two hundred and thirty odd thousand. Um he, he just got some sick options down there. I mean you might want to run through a field of
0: them. I know you're um you're bit you were big on Chatty Wingard. Do you reckon that he is there any news about where he's playing? Has he spent time in the midfield or what's the game? I think I think
1: Corey he's a wingman this year.
0: I seen a photo of him and uh, Teach next to each other in the tra- like playing on each other and training the other day. So,
1: but even if he was a wingman in the preseason, I wouldn't start the year with him because I want to see it in the
0: regulation.
1: Yep, gotcha. Okay. Cody
0: yeah. Waitman, see how he plays. Uh, yeah. Mitchy Georgiades, George. Yeah, yeah.
1: Shane McAdam, Shane McHenry, or uh, whatever the Ned McHenry. Sorry, Shane McAdam. Yep.
0: Isaac
1: yeah. Isaac Rankin, Max King. Liam Henry from the Dockers, he should get a game, I would have thought. Um, the Pickett from Melbourne, he's all that locked in, I reckon, for round one. The KPP, like he's 157,000. You've got Bergman. Um, can't wait to see what Cocker 2 does on the bench this season <laughs> in his tracksuit, that's for sure, Corey.
0: Wouldn't mind seeing. Um, I just want to see where, frickin', what's his name? The, uh, the Brisbane bloke who just. Cam Rainer. I wouldn't want seeing Cam Rainer playing a midfield role. I think he's supercoach relevant, but I wouldn't want just watching it and see how he goes. We don't want to get sucked into that quality. uh Young Essendon boy, Ned Cahill. It's <laughs> actually,
1: why? Because, why? Because there's that one dude that reckons he's the fucking replacement for Tipper.
0: <laughs> 2% of teams.
1: Fair
0: uh, your mate, Will Golds
1: from... From, from Hawthorne? Yeah.
0: <laughs> nah, he's, a, he's a freakish talent. that one, boy. Uh, Billy Frampton across it. Um, Adelaide now see how they use him and what they do with him and is he going to play forward and pinch hit from Rob?
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. You know, do we want to see? Um, you know, we want to see Whitfield get through unscathed. I would have thought as well.
0: Yeah. That's Dusty imp- will probably just sit forward the whole st- time. I mean, it's so one that you can't really look
1: too much into. going to be one of these cliche, right? Oh, you know, I want to pick Dusty up, but he only scored 43 in his 1st preseason game, and he only played 30%. Mate, he gives a flying fuck. If he's playing, you know, if he's kind of just one of these players, if he's playing round one and you're comfortable enough with the selection, this is the classic player where you ignore the pre-season. pre-season. He, he doesn't care about pre-season. You know what his preseason scores last year, Corey?
0: Oh, no, 30s. 78
1: and 81? Yeah. You want to know him in 2018?
0: That probably would have given me confidence, to be honest. <laughs> in 2018,
1: he had 108 80. Yeah. 2017, let's have a look. That was his record-breaking year. Didn't even play a preseason game. How's that? Uh,
0: Aaron Vandenberg. Uh, Wally Buzzer, mate. <laughs> uh, bzz, bzz.
1: So, you, so you could put Buzzer and then put a B next to him,
0: couldn't you? <laughs> uh, no, Bolter is a solo ruckman. Yeah, and you're going to have the, the goat next to him if your
1: name's Corey, and you could you could possibly just have, um, well, actually, I might, not, I might not actually reference what i next to him, Corey. Nah, good. Might be a weapon of some sort.
0: So, yeah, look, long story short, get your plays in there. I like Bont's rule. If you weren't looking at them before, then don't kind of pay too much attention, because um, you are going to have some that do come out and put up ridiculous scores, and yeah, people will get sucked into them, and... Because um, don't forget, during the year, during the season as well, you have plenty of players that will put together a two or three game, you know, 90, 100, 10, 110. doesn't mean you just go pick them, because they'll follow it up over the like, 60s and 70s, you know, going around. So, yeah, don't get sucked too much into it. I think that's probably one of the biggest messages that we're putting out there. Keep an eye on it. Um, just watch the players you want to watch. Put some pen to paper. And just get excited that footy's back.
1: Just enjoy it. Crack yourself over in the Great Northern. Now, drink responsibly. Never drink and trade, Corey. I think we're, we're still on this from the tipsy bartender this year. And, he's better, um. It's
0: better run weekly already. Never drink. No. <laughs> Never drink and trade.
1: Always trade responsibly. Um, send us a photo of you sipping back in Great Northern. And you know what? Nothing wrong with that, Corey, I would have thought. If we're drinking responsibly, having a good time, watching the yeah, footy, that's it. starting a bit of Supercoach, we'll be right.
0: Yeah, honestly, if you're in the Patreon chat and you don't send a photo of you having a frothy this week, you better have a bloody good excuse.
1: You actually might be kicked out. <laughs> i am fucking open Daz's alcohol free this weekend and hasn't <laughs> cracked anything open, so you can fuck him off, Corey.
0: Oh, the banter of the Patreon is so good.
1: <laughs> um,
0: anything else to add, my friend?
1: No, Corey. It
0: starts tonight, and I'm fucking excited. woo you reckon any chance Bretta watches any footy this weekend? I'll tell you now.
1: The only thing Bretta's watching is probably, you know, replays of him in the bedroom. I'm afraid of that man, he's on. he's having that much sex, though. It's ridiculous. <laughs>
0: And just making sure he's got the leash on the dog, so making sure the leash is at the right distance. And... Yeah, well,
1: I've heard, Corey, that he's actually got a double collar at the moment. I mean, he's got one on himself, and there's one on the dog, and the missus is just walking the boat. Whack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Brett, fuck uh, you. Very good. Well, on behalf of um, Bumps, myself, and our Patreon team at Patreon forward slash SC Elites, peace out, community. Thanks for listening, and enjoy football.